Start. Podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to honoring the the passing of Hank Aaron. Rest in peace, Hank Aaron. Which brings me to my question to you, sir: Who do you consider to be the true home run king? As Hank Aaron was the home run king until Mister Juice Juice hit seventy three. What say ye? Uh, my my um <sighs> okay so I I'm a little hypocrite uh, hypocritical um if a rod passed the actual record I would have like recognized a rod as the home run champion but because he did not I still <laughs> recognize Hank Aaron as the true home run king you're the worst. Uh, nah, listen, man. my man A Rod, he, he gonna do what he gonna do. What he gonna do, but I'm not. I ain't gonna. No, no. I don't like. I never liked uh, the other guy. Neither did I. I, I don't even, never. Yeah. I was never a fan of his. Even during like during his juice juice days, when everyone was like, "Oh, he's the greatest hitter of all time," I was like, "Bro, he's a phony. Get out of my face." But anyway, yeah. so yeah, to me, it's not Mark McGuire. It's not Sammy Sosa. It's not juice juice. I'm for me. I still think Roger Maris has the single season home run record. Like okay, that's, that's how that's how far back I go because those numbers are tainted. You know. Yeah, for sure, for sure, one hundred percent. But yeah, I mean, the true home run king obviously is your MLB the show twenty road to the show because. What you're doing right now? Oh, well, that's a video game. <laughs> anyway, you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com/slash Grapples Apple. This Grapples the number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As usual, I'm one of your hosts. As usual, as usual, ill will of the thrill. The Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get that. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to start over. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified. Whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because maybe that's who I is. Join. Finally. Boy, has has it been a journey. Join remotely by my main man, my hetero life man. Baby, tell him who you are. The very sensual, the very tight, Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the general, your champion, Shades. Well, Shades, this past week of wrestling, we've had some news. We've had not a lot of news. We've had some some signings, some free agencies. We got some results from Impact's Hard to Kill. We got some pay-per-views being rescheduled. We've got more 
crossover between AEW and Impact. Man, there's a lot going on outside of WWE and even WWE. We got WrestleMania announcements. Bro, we got a lot to talk about. So how about you do me a favor? You help me get into this by doing what only the 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 sensual, the, the toit, Mr. Sunglasses at night. Can you please do me a favor, sir? What is that? Ring that bell. All right, so as always, we got to start with some non-WWE news. First things first, a little, little morsel, AEW, their, their team of the private party and Matt Hardy appeared on Impact Wrestling this week, leading to a title opportunity as, in, as private party will challenge the Good Brothers for the Impact Tag Titles at No Surrender on February 13th. So we're we're getting plenty of of it, it's it's def it's a thing now like it's definitely a thing now it's not just Kenny we've got Impact and we've got AW working together so I'm interested to see where this goes I'm happy to see Private Party getting some shine you know I think they're a good promising tag team um, and to see them go away as the Good Brothers very different styles but I think it'll be good for them as a team to get that that veteran. You know, uh, to work with such veterans. I don't like this. E4K. I, I don't like this only because it, it it feels too obvious. The Good Brothers are going to win. You know, right. I mean, they could they could swerve us. You know, sure. They could swerve us and and tell us, hey, you know, um private party wins but then what does that say about the tag teams in in impact you know mm-hmm. private party is not necessarily the top five tag teams in in AEW, AEW. Yeah. so they come in and beat your champions that doesn't look good for your your brand right um so for me i i don't have any like i'm not invested into this you know sure I, I mean, I think to to go off of what you're saying, I think this is actually a way for Impact to get some 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 heat back, so to speak. You know, you've complained before how Kenny's walking all over Impact, which is doing a disservice to Impact. I think this is a way for them to get some of that back. Okay, fine. Your top champion is beating our top champion. Well, our tag champs are better than your than, than whatever you have to offer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Granted, we're not putting up Good Brothers versus FTR or um, the Lucha Brothers or any, you know what I mean? Like, and obviously they're not going to go up against the tag team champs in AEW because the tag team champs in AEW are the, um, are, uh, uh, I keep wanting to call them the Jacksons. My God. The Young Bucks. The Bucks? Christ on a bike. <laughs> I, I keep wanting to call him Matt and Nick Jackson. I'm like, Matt and Nick Jackson, Matt and Nick Jackson. They have a tag team name. Um, well, their names are Matt and Nick Jackson. I know, I know, but like, I can't, I couldn't, like, for whatever reason, their tag team name would not resonate in my brain. Anyway, um, so yeah, so clearly you can't have the Good Brothers facing the AEW World Tag Team Champions because the Young Bucks and they're all friends. Although, if you watched Dynamite this week, there's, there's, some dissension there, which I like, and I, and I want to get to that in a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree. I think it's it's totally obvious that 
the Good Brothers are going to win. But I do appreciate what this means for the private party. And I do um, – I just – I don't know. I like I like the, the, the mixed brand stuff. No, no. Listen, it's it's great for both both companies. Yeah. Uh, you, you get um, more eyes on both companies, more more intrigue. For me, um, I, I said this – I don't know, maybe a month or a month and a half ago, is I can no longer suspend belief when watching wrestling. You mean disbelief? Disbelief. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can. I. I can't. It. it I, I. I'm too literal now. So it's yeah. just like this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. So this is the way it's supposed to go. And if yeah. it doesn't go that way, I'm like, log. It, it, it's defying logic. Like, why? What the hell? Yeah. So. Me doing like from a booking standpoint, I'm just like, no, <laughs> private party is not going to go over the Good Brothers. Sure. It may happen. It may happen. I mean, I was watching um a video uh this week, actually today. It was um one night only in in um Birmingham, Birmingham mm. or Manchester, um where Shawn Michaels defeated uh, Davey Boy Smith for the European Championship. Mm. And it, it all, all signs pointed to Davey Boy retaining in the UK. He dedicated the match to his sister who was dying of cancer. You know, oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, his yeah. hometown, this yeah, whole thing. Yeah. And then the last minute, Shawn changes the, the booking. He's like, you want to draw massive heat? Let me beat Davey Boy in the, in, in the middle of the ring. Yeah. So it's just like you don't get booking like that anymore. Now, if you if 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 Impact goes ahead and pulls the trigger and is like, hey, boom, private parties your new tag team champions, then you know you know what? I'll turn my head. Really? Maybe I have but to put on Impact sense. Wrestling on a Tuesday. The problem with that is it doesn't it doesn't hold weight for Impact. This just makes Impact look if if their top champion who is already a weak champion is getting beat by Kenny. And then their tag champs get beat by a tag team that's not even at the top of the division from AEW. Then what you're saying is Impact's wrestlers are shit compared to AEW. Yeah, what no Whoa. S bomb over there. Out of trouble now. Um so what I'm what I'm really saying is more like, wow, Impact has the balls to pull the trigger on putting Private Party um as their tag champions. Now let's face it, their tag division isn't the strongest right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, come on. I mean they both have if- strong tag divisions when they're healthy. Um I mean, they just the North is gone, so there's there's that. Um, we'll get to that. that. We'll get to that. But um, I don't know. It's it's I find it intriguing, no matter how you slice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm just again. It'll, it'll be a, a good kudos to like listen. If if private party comes in and wins the tag titles there, then. Someone's got to go. Someone's got to go into AEW and win their championship. The problem is they only have three championships. Four. What's the fourth one? World tag 
TNT Women's. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the TNT Championship. Yeah. So you don't have you're not going to have the Bucks drop the belt? No. Can't do that. I mean, you're not going to have I have an I have a potential idea, but go ahead. No. I I was just going to say who can't lose the belt. I want to hear this idea. So this idea is actually tied to the next bit of news. Ah. Now you see where I'm going. Yes. No. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. All right. So it has been reported that Taya Valkyrie, the longest reigning women's knockouts champion in Impact Wrestling history, um, her contract expired in December. She stayed on to finish up the current storylines that she was working on. And so she has just wrapped up the last of her bookings with Impact Wrestling. Now, my thought, and I'm not necessarily like in, and this is just based off what you're saying right now. If we're if we're going, who can lose what to whom? Why not have while it's still up in the air that Ty Valkyrie's a free agent or not, whatever, right? She's talking about you know, her AAA title, the um, I forget what they call it, but um, she's a women's champion in AAA, and so she's talking about how she has to defend that also. So why not show up to Impact? I mean, to AEW. Defeat Sheeta to be the women's champion, and then you have that question mark as to is and and but you what's key here is you cannot announce anything. No, Taya Valkyrie is AE is all elite. No, Taya Valkyrie has signed a new contract with Impact. Nothing. We have to get like she is a freelance free agent shows up to take titles. If we do that, while in all actuality she's re-upping with impact, I think that could be a good way to to kind of do something to give impact a little bit more, a little little rub in the storyline. If it comes down the line, while she's still champion, that, like, so let's say she's the AEW champion, right? She defeats Sheeta. She's now the AEW women's champion. And then after a while, she just shows up on impact. And was like, I got tired of the competition over in AEW. I came back to show you women something. You know what I mean? Like, like throw that into the mix. Mm-hmm. And and then you have her boosting both AEW's women's division and the women's championship, which needs it. And she gets to stay on impact because she doesn't need to, but she is the face of that woman or was the face of that women's division for years. And this also gets her to be someone relevant in, in impact without having to step on Parazzo's toes or Jordan Grace's toes or anybody else at the top of the card over there. Hmm. I only like it, like I said, if, if she re-signs with impact though. Yes. Like that's, it, it only works if she re-signs with impact. That's my caveat. Also, I do not want her to, to sign an exclusive AEW contract. And yeah. work with Impact. I want her to be an Impact wrestler working with AEW. Yeah, um, but I don't want it to come it, off that way. I want it to seem up in the air at first, and then I mean, let it be known. I mean, it's it's tough because her husband's in WWE. WWE. Yeah. Now he's doing nothing in WWE. Mm-hmm. 
but he is in WWE. He's getting paid. He's getting paid. He's getting paid, and he's got it made in the shade. But I don't. I don't know where you're going, so I don't mean to cut you off. But what is, is she going to go to WWE? What is there for her to do in WWE? They're not going to so, put her on the main roster right away. She does not have the clout that her husband has in that company. She's never worked no. for them before. So she had uh, to go to NXT. Which NXT, all right, so you have Rhea Ripley leaving NXT, right? Okay. She's going to get called. She's going to, she's definitely getting called up after the Rumble. Okay. Um, potentially to face Asuka at WrestleMania. Mm, she needs that win back from Charlotte. That loss really but, killed her. We'll figure that out later. She even said herself that the loss to Charlotte really like messed with her career. Yeah, but I but we also know Charlotte's not going to give her the win back. She didn't even give it back. She, she didn't even give it back to Oscar. She's not giving it back to Rhea. Charlotte was supposed to. Rhea was supposed to go over, but it was visa issues. Yeah, sure. So, so Taya Valkyrie, right? Mm. She can go. She can go to NXT, mm. and then she could be. Ooh, yeah. She can go into a program with EO. So she's going as a as a heel, okay. Which her, her work, she's better her work as a heel. Better as yeah. a heel. I agree. So she goes in to face EO because there's no other there's no other person down there except our uh, Raquel Gonzalez who they're they're. Pushing well, you, you got to be Ember, a monster right Ember, now. They got Ember Moon. They have Candice LeRae. Pass. I mean, pass in the program Be- with believable. I'm talking about a believable challenge for Io Shirai right now. Ember Moon's a former NXT Women's Champion. She was a transitional champion. Oof! Oof! <laughs> Disrespect. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Uh- <laughs> Poor Ember. Uh, am I wrong though? Like Ember, Ember Moon did not have a lengthy title run. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're she right. got she got almost like immediately beat by uh, by Shayna Baszler. Oh man, remember when Shayna was dominant? That was fun. Who? When she was what? That was, that was fun. So yeah, I, this. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. So, Taya Valkyrie is the longest reigning uh, AAA women's champion. Also? Like, her first reign was 900 and... Hold on. I had it right in front of me, too. And AAA? Yes. She was going under the name Taya. Right. Um... She was her first reign lasted 945 days. That's not so. Her second reign only lasted se- uh, 71 days, but Ooh. her third reign, her current reign right now, she's in there for 493. It's like Reina de something, right? What is it called? Uh, Reina de Reinas. Yeah, that makes sense. Reina de Reinas. Okay, that makes sense. Queen of the Queens. Uh, yes. Um, she has the longest accumulated days. And and the most title reigns. 
when it makes she has three title reigns with 1500 days as champion, so she's no slouch for sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and there's no doubt that like she can carry a division. She did it at Impact, she did it in AAA. She was even when she was working for um Lucha Underground, she was a big player there. Um, I don't particularly, I'm not particularly fond of her character, but the woman can clearly work and carry a division. So look, look who Ember Moon beat. Look who first of all, 140 day reign. Okay. That's a about a third of a year. Four months. Yeah. This uh she, she was in a fatal four way against Kyrie Sane, Nikki Cross, and Peyton Royce. Okay. Two thirds of that is is interesting. Got my own buddy. Well, whatever. We're, we're not. I'm not here to talk about Ember Moon's title reign. All right. Oh, I'm trying to. What I'm trying to say is that there's no credible threat to Io Shirai's championship reign. Taya Valkyrie could be that person. After that, and be what? The, and then be what? The longest reigning NXT Women's Champion in history, and that this is gonna no. be her gimmick. <laughs> no, no, we don't need all that. Shayna Baszler is like Shayna and Asuka have like the longest reigns. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, know. I'm, I think wherever Taya lands will be good for that division. Absolutely. If if I'm Impact, I try to resign her. If I'm AEW, I resign. I I sign her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have you have you got to do that. Her. You have to. You have to. And Kenny, who I, I want to know oh my God. who, what? His, who his crack dealer is. Bro. Because he's got to be on crack. He's got to be on something. He said that the AEW women's division deserve their own show. Okay. Now, here's I understand what he's trying to do. He's trying to boost the confidence. And, and he's trying – not only that, he's trying to, to put a different light on the women's division. Everyone's telling everyone that it's poop. He's like, no – they're really talented. They deserve their own show. They're so good that the the one or two matches we give them a week is not good enough. I get what you're trying to do, Kenny. Stop it. You're only kidding yourself. And that made me think to my, you know, and, and it's funny. I don't know why no one ever mentioned this. Why is Kenny Omega in charge of the women's division when his prominent career comes from a promotion that doesn't have a women's division? I don't know. What? what I, I, like, it never occurred to anybody? It never occurred to me. I was like, what? what? Why Why? Why would Kenny be in charge of the women when he doesn't? He's never worked for a company that, that hires women. You sound like Bill Cosby. Why does he, why <laughs> he in charge of the women? It does, I apologize. I would never want to sound like that person. But um, why, I, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't you put someone in charge of the division who understands what makes a women's division successful? How about a woman? Or that? Hi- hire Lita as a consultant. Oh, that would be so smart. That would be too hire, smart. Hire Ivory as a consultant. Mm, Bro, if they can get Ivory to do any work for them, oh my gosh. Like, didn't didn't NXT recently just fire their female coach? 
Your guess is as good as mine. Why been. not hire her? I mean, look at the women that 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 pumped out of NXT while she was their coach. The four mm-hmm. horse women, to say the least, as well as the the people that we mentioned, the Oscars, the 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 Shanas. I mean, yes, they came from Oscar other. Established. I hold on. Yes, they came from outside talent. I understand that, but I'm saying like she's worked with some top class female wrestlers while coaching in NXT, whether they came in already seasoned or not. She's worked with all of them. All of the women that have come through NXT, past and present, why would you not bring someone like that on board to help your current women's division who's been floundering since day one? Yeah. I mean, I know they have Goldust working with them, which is great, but... Ooh. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Dustin, Dustin, Dustin Rhodes. I know they got Dustin Rhodes working with them. I'm sorry. My brain's not in it today. I apologize, guys. Clearly. I'm having a rough episode. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but. Uh, I just want to close out by saying, yeah, they deserve their own show. Bloopers. That's it. Damn. They they already have one. It's called Botchamania. No, but they need a licensed show. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so let's move on to some Impact Hard to Kill results from this past weekend. Um, I watched the majority of this live. It was was an okay show that had a good main event. Um, We had Fire and Flava. Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles defeating Havoc and Nevaeh to become the new rebirthed <laughs> Knockouts <laughs> champions. The first ever, not first ever. Yeah, Knockouts champions. Exactly. Um, so that happened. Then we had the debuting, well, the Impact debuting, Matt Cardona taking on Ace Austin. Ace Austin comes out and he's rambling about not being in the X Division title match and so they're like yeah no and then uh matt cardona comes out and not only does he wipe out ace austin but he wipes out madman fulton i'm like way to make madman fulton look like a chump you got Mm. zach Ryder wiping out ace austin who's supposed to be one of your like legit x division guys and madman fulton who's supposed to be a powerhouse that's not a good look um Talking, talking, like you know, I was talking about AEW guys making Impact look bad. That makes Impact look bad. But anyway, the Impact X Division Championship was triple threat between Manic, aka TJP, versus Chris Bay and Rohit Raju. Manic defeat uh, regains retains the the championship in a match that was annoying because the commentators kept beating home the idea that's not that's not TJP that's Manic that's TJP why do you keep calling him TJP that's Manic that's TJP it was so annoying the entire match was just the two announcers arguing back and forth about whether or not that's TJP or Manic annoying uh, yeah the women's championship match I'm sorry the knockout championship match between Deanna Parazzo and Taya Valkyrie was disappointingly quick. This match was over in a matter of minutes. I, you blink and you miss it. Um, Diana Parazzo retains. We move on to one of the more controversial matches of the night, which was the Karate Man 
versus Ethan Page. We're going to come back to this in a second. Just want to finish the card. And the main event was the quote-unquote the super elite of Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers donning their Bullet Club attire versus Rich Swan, Chris Sabin, and Moose. Of course, the super Bullet Elite Club goes over. Um, yeah. Uh, before I do one thing about this match, I do want to point out is that before the match, in a backstage segment which I think is the right move to go. There was hints of Moose going after Rich Swan. Uh, he told, what's his name? Don Callis basically was like, after we're done with this match, I'm going after your, I'm going after the Impact World Championship from Rich Swan, and then I'm coming over to take your boy's title at AEW. That is what I want to see. Yeah. But. Back to the Karate Man versus Ethan Page match. The reason I said we'd come back to this. Um, it wasn't but 24 hours later that Ethan Page took to the internet to run a full-page apology to his friends, family, and fans. Basically saying that Impact ruined what he wanted to do, that he never wanted to do this to begin with. He wanted to keep Karate Man as something for his own YouTube page, but he was overruled. He was never given any editing, you know, not even credits, but like they weren't, he wasn't allowed to look at the, the edit. He had no input on the edit. Um, he said he was embarrassed and ashamed and he apologized. And I understand why. Because when watching this, I messaged a group and I said, this match is the most WTF match I have ever seen in my life. Hmm. I didn't see this. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to see this, but I know that Ethan Page is almost done with his contract. So he's done. Uh, he's done. Oh, he's done already. That that was the whole thing. This was the last thing he had to do on the uh, with his contract, and so he thinks that this is why they made it so bad, to so that he walks out looking like a chump. He's trying to hurt his stock right now, and all this really does, in my opinion, it does not hurt Ethan Page. It hurts Impact. Yeah, because uh, Shades, I know you haven't watched it. But if you do, dude, I it's like a high. I, I think my nephew could have done a better job editing this. Then it's it's really bad. It's really really yeah. bad. I mean, Impact just showed their ass. Like it, it, it's it's exactly what it is. It's like why would I want to come to this company if you're going to treat me like this on the way out? Yeah, yeah. It's man. It's so bad. I can't even. So when I first heard this was happening and they, they had the, the pre-match promo package, my first thought was, how are they going to do this? Because mm -hmm. Karate Man is just Ethan Page's YouTube alter ego. Mm -hmm. 
so like it's one thing when you have the the silliness of like the deletion and all that stuff from Matt Hardy, but that was just him doing a character versus actual other people. Mm-hmm. How do you make a match of a guy himself. fighting himself? How do you make that look not insanely dumb? They did it with the Undertaker. Yeah, they got a different guy that looked like the Undertaker. This was Ethan mm-hmm. Page fighting Ethan Page on a green screen. And oh, oh <laughs> man, dude. Oh. At that some bad, point, huh? he's uh, dude. It, it ends with the Karate Man ripping out Ethan Page's heart. So he has this fake heart in his hand, and then he's quote unquote walking up the stairs of some like shrine, but you can tell he's just like stepping in place, and it's the green screen. It, it, dude, oh God, please, I'm begging you to watch this. I'm begging you to watch this. It's so bad. Not not like it's so bad it's good. Like it's so bad the same way you want to watch the most horrific thing ever. Like you know how when the videos of a player like had his bone coming out of his leg is like one of the most watched things ever. Yeah, it's like that. You want to watch something horrific? Watch this, please. Oh, God, it's so bad. It's so bad. Anyway. Moving away from Impact. Um, AEW. Still there. We're still talking about them. They're working on getting Riho back to AEW as early as February. Looks like they're working on her visa issues. Um, and it looks like they may be making progress towards getting the States and Japan to allow her to come to the States to work for them. If I'm being honest, I don't think this means anything to their division. No offense yeah. or disrespect to Riho, but Sheeta, who isn't even like, you know, doing anything, she's more over than Riho. You know, fans like Riho. I mean, Sheeta better than Riho. Fans have been responding to Sheeta better than Riho. I don't think Riho does anything to come back. I don't, I'm fine, to be honest. Um, furthermore, about AEW, their February pay per view. Revolution, which was set to take place on the 27th of February, has been rescheduled for either March 6th or March 7th. Apparently, this has something to do with some Jake Paul pay-per-view that they don't want to compete with. I, I don't know. Uh, it's a, a Jake Paul versus... No, it's Logan Paul versus uh, Floyd Mayweather. Is it actually an exhibition match? I think so. Oh, God. Anyway, there's some something, some Paul something. And so they're thinking about moving it to um, March, either Saturday, March 6th, or Sunday, March 7th. I'm hoping it's Saturday, March 6th. I always like the AEW does their pay-per-views on Saturdays, but we will see. Last bit of news before I hand you guys over to Shades is New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced the return of Sakura Genesis. And it will take place this year on April 4th. This after it being canceled last year due to the pandemic. This year it will take place at the uh, at Sumo Hall. So we will have the return of Square Genesis this year on April 4th. Shades, over to you. I just finished watching the like highlights. 
of the Ethan Page and Karate Man oh, thing. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, uh, where do we begin? <laughs> Over in WWE, um, the uh, former Evolve star Anthony Henry is reportedly signs with the WWE. Um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Uh, I never watched Evolve. The only person from Evolve that I knew uh, was Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not their only signings. They also signed three people to NXT. Um, Zoe Stark, formerly Lacey Ryan. Cora Jade, uh, formerly known as Alanya Black. And, of course, everyone knows PK. Mm-hmm. Oh, Priscilla PK. Kelly! Oh my God! Oh my God! Are, are we gonna put? Are we putting him on blast right now? Of course, we're gonna put Bizzle on blast. <laughs> this is the Bizzle blast of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie Bizzle, the double Z, the double E, messages us. WWE signs PK. So everyone's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Joey goes, that a hockey player? He goes, he goes the he black goes, hockey player? <laughs> you go, PK Subban? <laughs> like, no. No, it's Priscilla Kelly, who's going by Gigi Dolly. Ugh. Ugh. Why, when she was Priscilla Kelly in the Mae Young Classic? Ugh, that is a horrible name. Gigi so, Dolly. So, obviously, Bizzle's like, hey, everyone knows her as PK. And it's like, no. No, <laughs> no they don't. <laughs> King Banana reigns supreme. <laughs> oh, he is a banana. I love Bizzle, but he, he truly is King Banana. Um, and to answer your question, why is she going to wrestle as the name Gigi Dolly instead of Priscilla Kelly? Because think of what Priscilla Kelly has done in the independent circuit. WWE oh, the not... tampon thing. Exactly. Yeah. WWE does not want you Googling NXT superstar Priscilla Kelly and then finding the tampon thing. Mm. Well, so, yeah, they're all signed to NXT contracts. Um that goes to bolstering their. I mean, I don't know too uh, anything about the other two women, but Priscilla Kelly's not that bad in the ring. No, she's like, she's she's, not a, she's, she's good. She's passable. She's passable. Yeah. yeah. With 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 some like sanding out and some tuning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she she can be a, a a good wrestler. I'm sure with the right partner, she could probably put on a really good match. You know, she's she's good enough. Yeah. Um. Next, we have some. WrestleMania announcements and locations. WrestleMania 37, April 10th and 11th. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting a two-night WrestleMania again. Yay. Listen, last WrestleMania wasn't that bad. For what they put on, it was not that bad. It was passable. A lot of good matches. A lot of decent matches. Good as a stretch. WrestleMania 38. Wait, isn't WrestleMania when we got that incredibly long and boring Randy Orton versus Edge match? 
I'm talking about night one, baby. Night one. Okay. Not night two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about AJ. AJ the Undertaker in the Boneyard match. Right? <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> WrestleMania 38. We're going back to the Cowgirl Stadium. Arlington, Texas. AT&T Stadium. April 3rd, 2022. And WrestleMania 39 will take place at the SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. <laughs> April. April 7th, <laughs> I'm so happy you did that. I'm so happy you did that. I I cannot say Inglewood without doing that. Every yeah, time I say Ingle, Inglewood. Inglewood. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you got to get, get your Dr. Dre on there, man. Oh, God man. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. Um, oof. Uh, three dates. Uh, they didn't, they're not saying where 37 is going to take place. Is it still going to be in um, the Buccaneers yes. Stadium? Yes. yes. Uh, I don't remember his name. name Something, 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 something stadium. Rogers. Roy Rogers. Rogers (laughs) Roy Rogers Stadium. (laughs) Aaron Aaron Roy Rogers Stadium. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we have one in Tampa, one in Texas, and one in California. California. Um, you know what I'm looking like. I'm, I'm, I want for them to happen. What I want them to have a WrestleMania overseas in England. People have been asking about that for years, especially in the UK. Yeah. They've been asking for a re- the, the best they ever got was a SummerSlam, right? That was their the biggest pay per view that went over there. I mean, they had their own like insurrection. No, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. But I'm talking about like. Of the big four. They've only ever gotten SummerSlam. Oh, the yeah, they've only gotten SummerSlam. So I know there have been a lot of, you know, them trying to get that to happen. But the problem is the time zones. It'll it'll never happen. Because WWE yeah. can't commit to air. So first of all, they want to do Sundays, right? They're ahead of us. So they would have to, they would have to actually host it on a Sunday, I mean, on a Monday UK time. For no, us to have it not, airing not that far on Sunday. They're only like six hours or seven hours ahead of us. I don't know about that. Hold on. Um, UK time zone. Yeah, I mean, because in Moscow, it's they're 4:30, It's 4.35 a.m. right now over there. 4.35 a.m. is five That's hours. five hours. So if they wanted to air live... Seven six seven o'clock Eastern time or six o'clock Eastern time, that means the show has to start at like eleven p.m. or midnight UK time, or on a Sunday night. And they're not going to do a tape delay. They are not going to do pre-recorded. No, for WrestleMania. No, 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 no. So what they'll what they can do is since they're five hours behind, right? We're five hours behind. You, like we're five hours behind. You have them start at 5 p.m. No, excuse me, 7 p.m. their time. And WrestleMania goes on at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday hour time. 
you and I don't mind that, but WWE will never do it. They'll never do it. Yeah, it'll free up our night. They'll never do it. To watch sports. They want it to be a Sunday night thing. It's always been Sunday night. Hmm. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's why we'll never get a WrestleMania in the UK. Because they want to play by their rules, and it does not work for them. Uh, in Canada, it's easier. Well, yeah, because it's most same time zones as here in the States. Either they're on time or an hour behind, two hours behind, or three hours behind. Yeah. So the last bit of bit of news, Undertaker, Mark Calloway, is no longer under a superstar's contract Ooh. with the WWE. Ooh. He has... He is signed to his 15-year Legend. Legends contract, where he is only scheduled to make three appearances per year. Uh, they don't have to be in wrestling capacity, but he has to make three appearances per year. Um, this also freed up The Undertaker to go on a certain podcast... Not the Alex. Joe Rogan Experience podcast. No, no. What, man, if he was on ours, he would blow. <laughs> he would blow. Are you kidding me? We go from like regular schmoes to overnight sensations because we got him to go on an indie because that's exactly what we are. Podcast. One day, sir. One day. So he... Uh, the Undertaker was a recent guest on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. And The Undertaker has criticized WWE's recent shows, calling them S A W F T. So he found that the product is quite difficult to watch. Mm. You're not you're not lying there, buddy. You Trust ain't, me. You ain't kidding, Mark. <laughs> you ain't kidding. He has a there's a, a quote saying in the air uh, in that era of guys to men were men. You're going to a dressing room today and it's a lot different. I remember walking to my first real dressing room. Half of them had knives and guns in their bags. Um, spit got handled then. Now you walk in and there's guys playing video games and. Effing making sure they look pretty. It's evolution, I guess. I don't know what it means. Uh, I don't know what it is. I just like those errors, man. I like when men were men. So, the the thoughts and opinions of Mark Calloway do not reflect those of Grapples to Apples. <laughs> um, I, I agree to an extent, uh, and to that, well, to the extent that I'm talking about is not necessarily what you specified in in your quote there but um the idea that that things were handled a little differently back then um Mm -hmm. so i do i do think it's better so okay let me i feel like i don't have a a, one cohesive thought um there's a lot of talks about back then that it was very it was hyper competitive even in the locker room Every, no one was really friends with each other. It was like everyone was looking out for themselves. It was, you know, it was either be eaten. It was cutthroat. It was either be eaten. Um, where nowadays, wrestlers are helping each other. They're looking out for each other. 
their friends, they're giving each other advice, so on and so forth. I think that's better, in my opinion. I appreciate that wrestlers are more looking out for each other now than they used to before. However, I do think that that breeds a level of complacency. I think if you submit to, hey, we're all friends here, Roman is the top guy because he's the top guy. Well, then it doesn't give anyone the opportunity to strive to better themselves or to be better than. Where back then it was, who's the top guy? Not for long, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that that breeds creativity. That breeds, you know, evolution within a wrestler, within their character, within their ring work. Now it's just pride. And I, and I appreciate that as someone who, like, you know, um, I feel like I would probably fit in better nowadays than I would have back then. But the product is soft. And I think that has something. I think it has more to do with booking than there it is to do with um, backstage locker room culture. I think backstage locker room culture is better now than it was back then. To say men were men because they had guns and knives, yeah, men were men. And look at all the horrible things that we've heard about that's been going on in the industry since back then. Mm. Got to take steps forward. Can't live in the past. Yeah. But I can't. I can't take sports keto. Uh, no, right. God, you know how I feel Bro, about that. They're so clickbait; it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, as you guys, listeners, know, while Thrill and I are on doing the podcast, you know, we're not just sitting here twiddling our thumbs. We're constantly looking for any breaking news. Yeah. So, I, I'm looking up, and Sports Kita has a headline. Quote, what the heck am I supposed to do? Unquote. Roman Reigns reveals top AEW stars looking for advice from him. Okay, I have to click this. So they go on about the whole tribal chief thing, blah, 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 blah. And then the shield and goes, Roman Reigns revealed John Moxley has been asking him for advice on fatherhood and how to handle kids. What? <laughs> Yo, sports Kita, go fly a kite, bro. Seriously, bro. I, That's the I most clickbait. Yep. St- Ooh. Yep. Damn it, man. Yep. Yep. That's why I told you, bro. Since when we started doing this podcast, I've been saying this since day one. I do not mess with sports Kita, bro. Can't stand that. I cannot stand them. But anyway, anytime I see news on sports Kita, I'm like, nah. I need a second oh, source. Exactly. Exactly. Y'all can look goofy. Y'all are established goofy already. I can't keep. Fact o mundo. Fact o mundo. So, speaking, speaking of, 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 of clickbaity stuff, I haven't gotten to see this yet. And so I, I'm hesitant to bring it up on the air, but I saw something about Taker admitting to taking steroids. Did you see anything about this? I saw it. I haven't read into it. But we will we'll, we will definitely discuss that in detail next week for sure. Once we do the the proper research, because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he was doing steroids, but everybody was doing steroids then. <laughs> There's a reason why they shifted very hard to Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart for a long yeah. time. <laughs> 
let's just do the two guys who don't look like they're roid monsters. Just let you guys, you do stuff. Everybody else hide. <laughs> and then Marty Jannetty's like, hey, I just killed a man. So like, you got to go. <laughs> Mama just killed him. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, um, Shades, you have anything else for us? Oh no. Okay, so I'm, I'm doing. Uh, I'm looking up the Undertaker using steroids. Just a quick Google search, actually. Yeah, I was I was gonna do that, but he said we bring it up next week, so I left it alone. Yeah, no, I'm, we're going to bring it up next week. I just wanted to make sure that, like, it's not something that I was dreaming about, you know? Like, I had a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's a thing. Um, um, the last thing I want to talk about is um, the video that you sent us that I haven't been able to watch yet. Mm. Uh, Brian Alvarez saying how the WWE, or Raw more specifically, has mm. become more like WCW 2000. Boy, if you don't hit the nail on the head, yeah, Mr. Alvarez, my spirit animal. I mean, I so I I've, I made a note on this show. I don't watch Raw anymore. So basically, every Tuesday morning, I hit Wrestling Observer Radio and I see what's going on because I'll usually get Brian Alvarez, uh, you know, ranting about how bad it was, and then Dave uh, Dave Meltzer every few minutes going, yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. That's, that's pretty much what you get for like a good 10 minutes is Alvarez losing his mind about how bad Raw was and Meltzer just going, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, but anyway, they're talking about the show and they've mentioned, you know, this whole Randy Orton and even Ugo called me. Ugo called me at like 8.10, 8 8.15. He's like, bro, why did I just spend... 10 minutes watching Randy Orton cut a promo in a, in a mask that he's burned and like, he's talking to himself. I don't, it was so weird. He's a mask wrestler. Now he's El Fuego. I don't know. Um, all burnt up because of the fireball thing from last week. And then we have Alexa bliss who does like a, a costume change in the middle of a match and then cuts back to a different costume again, because now she's the fiend instead of Bray Wyatt. Is the, uh, <sighs> Lacey Evans and Ric Flair are doing a thing because reasons. So you have the tag champions who are doing two entirely different storylines. Charlotte is messing with Lacey Evans and her dad, and Asuka is messing with Alexa Bliss. So the tag titles are just props. You have uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler agreeing with each other, and then when they go out to the ring, the announcers are pretending that they're arguing with each other. It just... God. It's a clown show. The only positive was Ricochet versus AJ Styles. Yeah, um, I don't. I um, I saw Mace uh, Retribution botches his finisher. What else is new? Retribution is so DOA. It's not even funny. You have Retribution. Oh, um, Mustafa Ali beefing with Kofi Kingston now. Who has some sort of like I think it's a broken jaw, I think, or something. He's some sort of hurt. Yeah, and Mustafa says that he hope he's he hopes it was a career ending injury. 
I was like, oh. Playing on the jealousy of Kofi Mania from last year. Like, or two years ago, rather. Excuse me. Three. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I guess. I don't know. I I can't watch Raw, bro. I I watched bits and pieces of SmackDown today because I was too busy watching the Rangers game. And the only thing I noticed was Baron Corbin's new tights are the worst thing ever. He's got one gold leg and one black leg. It's not a good look. Don't look good. Paul Heyman was supposed to wrestle against um, Adam Pierce, and he comes up. He comes out of the, in the you know to the ring in a suit with his tie undone and like his hands taped up, like he's gonna fight. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. But then he doesn't yeah. fight, and Roman Reigns just comes out and beats up Adam Pearce, and then Kevin Owens comes out, and he beats up Roman Reigns, and we go off the air, because who cares? We're still doing the the Billy Kay thing with the Riot Squad, which is annoying. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Apollo Crews and Big E had an icy title match, which was... And then a DQ, non, no contest because Sami Zayn Huluva kicked both of them. Okay, thank you for nothing. I, I appreciate you wasting five minutes of my time. That's good. Yeah. So, um, you want to plant some seeds? So, in the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds. There's, there's, there's a lot of bad seeds today. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. My good seed goes to... Not a lot of good seeds this week, huh? My good seed goes to... My good seed goes to Taya Valkyrie being a free agent and the what that means potentially. That's all I got. Okay. My good seed goes to AEW Dynamite. They're... Oh. Their show that was scheduled for September of last year that was pushed back from February. Oh, it was Blood and Guts. From yeah. February. It was pushed back to February of this year. Has now been rescheduled again to September 15th of 2021. Yay. This is the show that will never go on. <laughs> The tickets that will never be used. So many yeah. events. So Bro, many cancellations. I, I haven't checked. I gotta check my Ticketmaster to see which one of my shows got canceled, which ones got rescheduled. I had five tickets on the docket before the, the whole shutdown. Anyway. Like a massive amounts of tickets for concerts. Yeah, yeah. Um, My bad my, seed. My, my bad seed is WWE as a whole. 
That is... like, I don't. I don't want to watch the. I don't care about the Royal Rumble next week. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, my bet is going to go to Ethan Page versus the Karate Man. Okay, that's it has to. Um... A A because it was actually like it was a legit piece of trash, and then B because of the what came out after the fact, like Ethan Page telling his story after the fact makes it even worse. So that that it's that whole abomination gets a big fat old bad seat for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I don't know. I have so much to choose from. <laughs> um, right now, I my bad seat, and it may continue to be my bad seat for next week. Um. Is the Royal Rumble hasn't even happened yet, but the match card so far, four matches, and none of them interest me. Two of them are actual Royal Rumble matches. One of them is Kevin Owens versus uh, versus Roman Reigns in a Last Man Standing match. Okay. Drew McIntyre versus Oldberg for the WWE Championship. Oh God! If Goldberg wins. I swear, as the day is bright, I will no longer be covering WWE products on this show. Thrill, you can take care of that yourself, but I will not do it. (laughs) Okay. Also, because everyone else is doing it, Shades has declared himself for the 2021 Royal Rumble. Since everyone else can declare themselves to be in the Royal Rumble, I'm throwing my name in the hat as well. Yeah, everyone's of a ricochet who has to earn his spot. <laughs> I'm messed yeah. up. God, I can't. Anyway. Well, folks, I think that's going to wrap up our show for the week. As always, you're listening to what's on SoundCloud.com. So grapples, apples, that's grapples, the number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, it doesn't matter where you're listening. As long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com, slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. I promise we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified. Whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be. Because, baby, that's who I is. Join by my hetero life, man, my main man. Tell him who you are, brother. I am the women's pet, the men's regret. You bet against me, you made a bad bet. The man of the hour, the man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top. Your boy, the general, and your champion, Shades. Don't forget to check out our episodes last week, this week, next week, and every other week because an apple a day gives a bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace and love.